Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say, I'm black and I'm beautiful. I'm black and I'm beautiful and everyone else is beautiful. Yeah, but we focus on black people right now because it's Black History Month. So so everybody else, we love you too, but we black and we proud right now. Say, black and proud. Black and proud. Black and proud. <laughs> Hi, I'm Miss Danielle, and this is Help a Human Out, episode four of Black Story Month. Last week, we talked to Jesse Ross about what it is like growing up black and in turn, raising black babies. It was a phenomenal episode. And if you haven't gotten a chance to listen, please do. All right. This week is our final episode of Black Story Month. I know I'm sad too to see it end. And I think we saved the best for last. We hear a lot about black pain all the time, actually. I mean, there has been 400 years of oppression. That is not disputed killings and violent acts of racism, economic and educational and medical inequity. So much can happen in 400 years. So little can happen also, as in change. I think about Emmett Till and Trayvon Martin and Black Wall Street. And if you don't know about all these things, I encourage you to do the research. But if you're going to research Black pain, Please, please, please understand that black joy is a thing, too. Going into this series, I knew, without a doubt, that we needed to hear more than just black pain. Because black pain is painted everywhere. We see it on newscasts. We see it all over social media. We watched as a man had someone kneel on his neck for over eight minutes. It is easy to see black pain. Black pain is everywhere. (laughs) It almost seems like it's fetishized or monetized. It's a lot of things. But we are not going to talk about black pain today. No, we are not. We've done enough of that. Today, we are going to focus on black joy, resilience, strength, humanity, and love. So much love, so much black excellence, black on black on black on black. We asked some of our friends, our coworkers, our listeners, who, by the way, we call helpers. That's you. If you're listening, you're a helper to send in voice memos, answering a few questions. What is your favorite part of black culture? If you had the choice, would you ever give up being black? What does black excellence mean to you? How do you embody black excellence? We asked them to use these questions as guides, but to take us on whatever journey they wanted, because if you're going to tell your story, you tell your story. So today, as we finish up Black Story Month by hearing from people all over the country, sharing their stories and our tribute to Black excellence, including two incredible little girls still learning about all of their Black girl magic. Yes, I'm biased, but they are pretty great. They're my kids. (laughs) Yes, the pain is real. 
and it matters. And it hurts. However, we would be doing a disservice to Black people everywhere if we did not celebrate Black joy. My name is Cam, and I'm Blackity Black, a phenomenal Black woman born and raised in Miami, currently living in Texas and working in big tech. I moved here not too long ago after I landed my dream job, working in big tech in the diversity space, really allowing Black and brown people and women a seat at the table, at a table they may not have had an opportunity at prior. I love what I do. Soon after landing my dream job, I bought my dream house. I've been busy decorating and designing and supporting Black businesses. I don't say all this to brag, but I do say all this as a reminder that Black women are excellent. We are phenomenal beings. We're phenomenal creatures. We're resilient. And in the culture that we're raised in, that's what allows us to have the backbone that we have. That's what allows us to be the strong and successful women that raise our children the way that we do. And so being Black to me is not just the skin I'm in, but it's the life I live. It's my lifestyle. It's the music I listen to. It's the food that I eat. And no, I don't just eat Black food and listen to Black music. But when I do, there's a level of pride that I don't, I don't have with anything else. We're creators. We're creatives. We've made phenomenal works. And we don't get the credit that we deserve. But at the end of the day, being Black is understanding that there's obstacles and there's challenges that we have innately. But we're going to break them down like nothing you ever seen. That's the black skin that I wear, and I wear it proudly. My favorite part of black culture, I want to say, is the people. You ever met a black person? They are so dope. I cannot imagine being any other color, any other culture, any other kind of human. It's so natural. Our people are dope. Our food is dope. Our music is incredible. Let's be honest. Half of us were conceived to Black artists. I don't think we were all conceived to Nirvana or NSYNC, but rather the Anita Bakers of the world, the Luther Vandrosses, the Boys to Men. You know, that's Black sound, Black music, Black harmony. And I don't think we get enough credit for the fact that even rock music even jazz, heavy metal. It's all rooted in African music. Story for another time, but definitely notable. I love our resilience. I love that the resilience that Harriet Tubman had to free the slaves is the same resilience that Stacey Abram had to flip Georgia, which was the same resilience that Kamala Harris had to land a VP spot in the White House. Black people are strong. We've been through hell and back. 
And this is generational. But we always show up and we show out. Because at the end of the day, we want to prove that Black is synonymous with Black success. Black is synonymous with Black excellence. It's an exclusive club, if you will. We've been through a lot together. But now we're able to come together as one people and be supported with the phenomenal allies that we have. Even if you're not into politics, it's, it's not political. People are people. Me as a Black woman, when I walk into a room, I have to prove myself in a way that a white woman doesn't. But guess what? I do it, and I do it with a smile and maybe a glass of wine. But I do it, and I want anybody who meets me, anybody who interfaces with me, to understand that Black excellence is a breathing, walking, living thing. Not only is it the the root of our culture, but it's how we show up. And right now, Black people are doing a phenomenal job of showing up, proving we're strong people, we're great people. We're now being uh, looked at in a light where we weren't before, with the backbone that people didn't realize that we had. How is it that after George Floyd, after the BLM protests, how is it that we still had the strength as a, as, a, as a community to come together to change the trajectory of this, com- this country. Think about it. This is the same backbone this, with the same strength that slaves used to build the White House. Black people ain't nothing to play with. And we prove that time and time again. If I had a choice of one day up and not being Black, I'm not exactly sure that's a choice I would like to make. I want to continue in my Blackness and my excellence, and I want to make sure that I continue bringing up other Black people, other Black women, young Black men. I want to bring them into a world I want to mentor them. I want to cater to them so that in turn, they could do the same to the next generations. I want to do the work that I need to do as a Black woman in this community to always make sure that we are excellent. And so no, I wouldn't switch my skin. But to anybody who doesn't look like me, I have one message. We want to be embraced. We want to love, be loved on like we love on people. Being Black is not a curse. Being Black is not a challenge. Being Black is our lives and something that we take seriously and that we care about. And I don't want anyone who doesn't look like us to see us as anything different. Because at the end of the day, Black people have always been allies even to those who's, who've not treated us the way we should be treated. And I'm, I'm grateful and I'm hopeful and I feel so blessed that after the incidents of 2020, we really have some strong allies 
And that's the most beautiful thing that I've seen in a long time. And so this Black History Month, allow it to be a hug and embrace from my culture to yours. My favorite part of Black culture is the art, whether it be fashion, music, or the visual and performing arts. It's affirming and inspiring to see myself and my experience reflected in these creative media. These depictions are so important to me because they shape not only my perception of what's possible for someone like me, but also our society's perception of who little Black boys and young Black men can become if given the protection and opportunity to live to their full potential. I worked at Kansas City Friends of Alvin Ailey as their director of development. And because of that, I have a framed poster from their 2017 performances hanging above my desk. Uh, I placed it there intentionally because I always want to be reminded of the beauty and excellence of Black creatives like Alvin Ailey and the dancers who carry on his legacy. Alvin was also a Black gay man like me, and he achieved seemingly unattainable goals that culminated in and were expressed through his dance company, Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater which is and has for decades been widely accepted as the best dance company in the world. And it's most certainly the most viewed dance company in the world. Black creative culture permeates through American and international societies, from what we wear to trendy talk to musical expression to fine art. Our talent is inescapable and undeniable. If given the chance, I would never give up being Black. But I won't lie, being a gay Black man in the Midwest ain't easy. Uh, Racism is alive and unashamedly present in my town's gay community and gay culture in general, uh, which has made dating and relationships an insurmountable task. Yes, I'm single and still causes me frustration to this day. For that reason and a host of others, it's taken the better part of my adult life, Um, but I am finally so, so happy with who I see when I look in the mirror and the person I'm becoming. Giving away my skin tone would mean giving away some of my favorite and hardest one parts of myself. So straight up, Black excellence is about perseverance, persistence, and innovation. The ability to find a way when there seems to be none, whether that be by design or circumstance. Uh, Chris Rock joked that being Black is like learning to jump with weights on, and I tend to agree. My journey is the embodiment of the Black experience in many ways. From figuring out how to manage a heavy full-time course load in architecture and Russian language in undergrad while working nearly 30 hours a week uh, my first two years, to becoming a beta class founding member and executive member of my college fraternity, to finding new avenues to inspire hundreds of my 
college peers to complete volunteer-based alternative breaks, I've always been able to find unique and scrappy ways to advance toward opportunities that weren't designed to be seized by people who look like me. I became my university's first undergrad recipient of a foreign language and area studies scholarship from the U.S. Department of Education to study abroad in St. Petersburg, Russia for a summer, and I went on to become a Fulbright Scholar finalist. Ultimately, when I couldn't find a cushy corporate job upon graduation, despite my various accolades, I ended up moving halfway across the country at the drop of a dime to find um, and serve as an AmeriCorps VISTA member at the city of Phoenix, Arizona, a town where I knew literally no one. Uh, It turned out to be a transformative experience, though, because I helped win a $100,000 grant to start community gardening and sustainability initiatives for the city. And the overall experience in city government led me to secure spots in three of the top 10 master's programs for city management. I decided to come home to Kansas to attend the number one program. Now, flash forward five years, and I am proud to say that I've helped launch nearly 20 nonprofit organizations and programs, raised nearly $10 million for nonprofit causes, and during COVID, founded my first standalone company called Civic Saint, which creates affirming apparel and accessories to advance social justice in America. As a Black gay man, I've had to learn how to navigate the world differently than my white peers because I can't rely on familial wealth or social resources, nor am I presumed an equal participant in many of the board and meeting rooms I've managed my way into. It's hard to share this story because I constantly feel the delicate balance of my identity and of managing how I share pride for my accomplishments. Too resolute and I'm boastful or competitive, but too humble and I'm assumed incompetent. I always think of the saying, you have to be twice as good to get half as far, and it rings so true. But I would add that You have to absorb microaggressions about the Black professionals and the Black experience along the way. So yes, Black excellence is many things, but I believe it's underpinned by our ability to endure and innovate despite harsh surroundings. So when I think about Black culture, I think about our family bonds and how, you know, we're all very different and how we show our love and everything. But I know we're huggers, you know, we're kissers, we're, you know, just, you know, snuggling. Like, I love to snuggle up with my mom under her favorite blanket. That's my favorite thing. And then it's funny because I moved here because I'm from the South. I think that's another Southern thing, too, about, you know, us um, in the South. We're very affectionate. And when I moved here, I would say things to my friends, my friends I've been friends with for years now in Minnesota, and I would say, like, I love you so much, or I'd give them a big hug, and they'd be like, oh, I, I, I love you too. Like, something very timid about the way they say it. 
And I've asked them, I was like, are you just, is your family just not affectionate? And they're like, well, no. And these have been most of my white friends. So I'm thinking that, you know, in Black culture, it's kind of different that we're like that. Um, so, well, in my family, at least it can't speak for everyone. Another thing about Black culture that I really do love that's like beyond my family is that I really love the sense of community and just about everything that we do. The sense of community in our food, the sense of community in our music, the sense of community in our art spaces. These are so special because I love going to a restaurant, like especially like a Black-owned soul restaurant, and I can eat a vegetable there or a piece of fried chicken or a piece of baked chicken, a pe- you know, a bowl of cobbler or like banana pudding. I, and I, mind you, I hate bananas, but I love banana pudding because I mean, I don't know what they do to it, but it's amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, sweet potato pies, everything like this. These are like staples in our families. And I could go to a soul food restaurant and, and have a meal, like my favorite vegetable for like a restaurant I hear Soul Bowl is the collard greens because I can eat those and instantly brings me back to eating my Graham's collard greens that will cook all day long, you know? That sense of community, that connection to food and things like that, that's really special to Black culture and I think it's really great. And I also mentioned music. Music, I mean, that was like my first entry into how other Black people look and live honestly because you know I know how I am and I know how me and my friends are you know we're we're growing up we're listening to our mom's music it's R&B it's you know hip-hop it's you know jazz and things like that but I can't tell you the excitement I had the first time I saw a rock star like Prince up on my TV that changed my life and it was like wow, this guy is different and I like that and it just brought me back to like there's so many just different things about all of us as Black people. We're all unique. We're different. We're not cookie cutter. It makes me happy. I love that. In our art spaces and in arts in general, in our books and our literature, things like that, I am very, very happy that my mom... Well, let me start over. I, <laughs> when it comes to our arts, like books and literature and you know our art spaces, like our museums and things like that, Um, I'm just really fortunate enough that my mom made it a point to give me books that with characters that look like me, um, you know, from artists that also look like me, from writers that also look like me. It really meant a lot to me as a kid. If you had a choice, would you ever give up being Black? I would absolutely not ever give up being Black. I've had a lot of um, different kinds of prejudice thrown my way um, throughout my whole life. But being Black is very special. I, I can't even explain. Oh, my God. I'm not fucking crying. I'm not crying, but being a Black woman is incredible. And there's no amount of hatred that comes my way or obstacles that comes my way that would ever make me want to change that. I love being Black. I am so happy I was born in the skin that I am in. And there's no, there's so many reasons I could wish to be something else. Black women are hands down the least respected individuals in this country and around the world. That's a fact, you know? 
but I would never give up the opportunity that whoever's up there gave me to be who I am, who is a very strong and educated Black woman who, with the help of other very strong and educated Black women in my life, I am where I am today, and I'm so blessed. I'm very happy and so blessed to be who I am, and I wouldn't change it. We need to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Help a Human Out is sponsored by Civic Saint, a Black-owned purposeful lifestyle company created to advance social justice. Civic Saint's beautiful collection of affirming apparel and accessories were designed to uplift people, advancing the Black Lives Matter and voter rights movements. Listeners of Help a Human Out will love their new signature I Am Human crew neck sweatshirt. Cozy and chic, this must-have garment is the perfect way to stay warm all winter long and remind your peers of our shared humanity. Your purchase also benefits the fight for racial and social equity in America through donations to appropriate organizations. Listeners of today's podcast receive free shipping with code FREEHUMAN. This is an exclusive offer for Help a Human Out listeners. Again, the code is FREEHUMAN, and you can shop and learn more today at civicsaint.com. That's civicsaint.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We are back celebrating Black excellence. We're listening to different voices share their love for Black culture, being Black in what Black excellence means to them. I hope you've been noticing some themes. We'll talk about all of that, but first, let's hear what a few more people have to say. When I think about Black culture, um, I think about American culture and even world culture. Um, Black culture, I believe, has influenced so much of American culture in the sense that there has been so much appropriation of Black culture in this country, uh, specifically from artistic expression. So that's inclusive of fashion, dance, music, hair, food, um, so many Americans and people across the world, uh, because of the influence from Black culture, um, unfortunately have not always given credit to Black culture and even African cultures, uh, because that's where many African, or that's where Black culture has stemmed from. Um, there are many African cultures that influence Black culture, um, and there must be more credit given to African culture if we're giving honor to Black culture. Um, this culture is not just those tangible things of food and fashion and dance, but Black culture is surely deeply rooted in resilience as well. Um, we're talking about Africans being taken from their home countries to the United States and other countries around the world to be slaves, uh, to be humiliated, embarrassed, raped, abused, exploited on so many levels, and then to rise from that and to consistently fight to be heard and seen as human. And there's still moments in this country where 
where some still don't see black and brown people as human. So we're still fighting for our voices to be heard and our stories to be told. We're still fighting. And unfortunately, even though slavery and the civil rights movement have passed, they weren't really that long ago. And the black community continues to be affected by racism and marginalization in this country. However, I do believe that the black community has done a really great job of trying to advance and recreate this narrative where there's more and more in the black community where black people are moving the culture forward. So that's inclusive of entrepreneurship, creating businesses that help the black community, um, I am an entrepreneur, a wife, a daughter, a friend, a sister, a niece, and I'm also a black woman. I am the CEO of a Freeman's Place Counseling. I'm also a licensed professional counselor. I'm a therapist in the mental health counseling field, and I also am the owner of a mental health clinic that serves children, women, and families. We offer workshops in the community regarding mental health issues, uh, specifically how to fight stigmas, uh, diversity of inclusion of all people of color, uh, race relations, ensuring that there is cultural competency as a whole when it comes to serving not just African Americans, um, but also black and brown people in different spaces. Uh, my goal as a black woman in this field was to have black people feel comfortable coming to therapy because there were some there was someone across the couch that looked like them. But my goal in starting a Freeman's Place Counseling was to be inclusive of anyone um, who's been marginalized or not considered the majority and give them an opportunity to have affordable and accessible mental health care. Um, regarding black excellence, I believe that black excellence is a call to action. It is a mindset that you have. Um, it's looking into yourself and acting in a way that progresses our community, our community meaning the black community. Um, it's the ability to pull each other up as the black community. So, um, so how can we pull together our resources and how can we help someone and pull resources together to advance the black community? That's truly black excellence. So it's bringing those up from different areas to say, you have a talent, you can contribute this, um, it's recognizing someone's skills and saying that that's valuable and this is a necessity and you matter. There are men and women that will go on to break glass ceilings because of the resources we've been able to provide as we come together as the black community. Um, so really, truly black excellence is this symphony of black people coming together and bringing harmony for the current group. Um, and so as I said before, resilience is just another part of black culture. That resilience is truly in our blood. Um, so to to move forward uh, to fight and to protect each other on so many levels, we have to continue to move forward and bring each other up. In regards to trading being black or if, if I would want to change being black, um, I would never uh, change being black. I would never trade my black skin. Um, I love my black skin. I love what it represents. I love the richness of it. I love the beauty of it. I love the different tones and colors of black skin. Um, I love being black 
period. Uh, there's so much resilience, again, in my DNA. Um, as I, I said before, in regards to black culture, part of my story is that I lost my parents and a husband. So I lost my father in 2017, my mother in 2018, and my husband in 2019. And part of me pushing through and moving through this grief process has a lot to do with resilience being in my DNA. And I know that there is no way I would be able to move through this process without the piece of lineage from my ancestors. And I know that that's where it comes from. I know my fight to survive during this grief process comes from just that. Um, so my brown skin is a reminder of who I've come from, a reminder of where my culture started, which is in Africa. It's a part of my identity as a black woman in this country. And it's what makes me proud to wear my hair in braids or to wear my hair in its natural state of being kinky, coily, curly, and wavy. Um, it's embracing my curves, my body, and the ability to whip up a whole Sunday dinner on a Tuesday if I wanted to, uh, just based on what I've learned from my mother and what my mother learned from her mother and what her mother learned from hers. It's the beauty of knowing that there's a heritage in my heart that I will always carry with me for the rest of my life. What is black culture to me? Man, black culture um, is resilient. Black culture can turn a delicacy from scraps, right? Um, black culture, uh, there's a song by uh, Life Jennings. He said, someone whose smile is bright enough to make a project feel like a mansion, right? Uh, and in black culture, I've experienced this, um, the, the love that comes like you, you can't find that type of palpable love, that type of palpable connection that 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 resilience anywhere else in the world except in black culture. And it and it shows up. And our music, it shows up in the way that we operate. It shows up in our creativity. Um, so yes, I enjoy, enjoy, enjoy Black culture. Um, and, and I'm so grateful to be Black, right? What, and one of the questions is, uh, would you want to be anything else, right? And absolutely not. And although there are a lot of struggles, there are a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of pushback in terms of pro progress, economic uh, progression and things like that. I would not change being black for the world because uh, of, of all the things I mentioned earlier in terms of w when you could give us lemons and we definitely will make lemonade. Right. And, I'm, and I hold uh, th these types of attributes near and dear because I know that I can do anything essentially. Um, when, I, when you think about where we come from, from in the continent of Africa, right? Like kings and civilization and all of that. And we came over here to be essentially slaves and then we created, you know, the, the America that is today. Um, th there's something about that story that is so dope um, and so awe-inspiring. I just, yeah, I feel privileged to be Black um, and to experience a Black culture. Um, what does Black excellence mean to you? How do you embody Black, black excellence? Wow. Black excellence means doing everything with the, not just with the, um, not just with the academic 
uh, Akumen, right? But also with the uh, blackness swag that comes along with it, right? So you're going to do it not just with your intelligence, but also with your heart. So you're penetrating society. You you are penetrating um, the, the world twice um, with your intelligence and also with it coming from your heart. So what I do is I run an after school program called Kismet of Kings for young men ages uh, uh, 10, 11 to about 18, 19, 20, typically middle school through high school. And we meet twice a week uh, going over character and leadership development. And each month has its individual themes. And we basically go over things like financial literacy, um, how to treat uh, a woman that chivalry isn't dead, right? We talk about social justice. We talk, to, we talk about uh, real estate and things like that. Um, and, and with all of the talks, we invite people, experts, um, to come in to show us the way. And so that's what black excellence means to me, because as a former teacher, um, I, I know that in order for the world to, uh, and, and this is what I call the iterative process of community, right? Um, in order for that to happen, we must be intentional about investing in the next generation. And so th through my program, I'm very intentional about uplifting the next group of young men who will be leaders, who will uh, have character that will move mountains. And so we're really excited about uh, this project because, you know, we aren't really asked about black culture. And uh, it's, so, it's so enriching, um, it's so uh, delightful that I can hardly stand it. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to me. So my favorite part of the black culture is hospitality and community. I love just how hospitable we as a black culture can be, where we make people feel at home, feel at ease. We want them to feel that they belong and they are a part of the bigger story. I love that. In community, I love how we embrace each other, embrace other people. A party of 10 can easily turn into a party of 50. We always cook for more than enough because just in case someone shows up and um, and needs something to eat or want to belong or want somewhere to go, there's always enough for everyone. There's always more than enough for everyone. I just love, love that about um, the Black culture. Now, if I had a choice to give up being Black, I would never, ever give up being Black because it's my source of strength. It is the vantage point where I move through, where I, I think through, I live through. Um, I, I just love being Black. I love that I can go around the world and see other sisters and brothers that are Black and we can kind of share these experiences together and share these um, inside jokes together and it's inside things together. I just love, love being Black. Um, I love the beauty of, of the Black culture. And what does Black excellence mean to me? Black excellence is about stepping into your humanness, 
and living that out fully. Like we are human beings and giving opportunities and giving um, and, and barriers are moved out of the way so that we can fully live out our human rights. And it's about showing up and being present for yourself. And um, and it's about living out our gifts and talents and not allowing anything, any system or anyone to hold us back. Uh, you know, over the years, I've learned to embrace every aspect of my being, um, you know, my quirks, my gifts and my talents. And every day I take a moment to just listen to myself. I take a moment to just ease into myself. I take a moment to honor myself in my blackness. And I, I believe that's the way that I embody um, black excellence because I, I don't ignore, I don't dismiss. I um, take hold of everything that I'm noticing and, and seeing. Um, I go about changing what's not right and I go about living out the purposes that I have in um, for my life. So I, I just love being Black. Okay, ladies, can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Um, Marley, you first? Yeah. Well, actually, I'll just go back and forth. Okay. So, Marley, what is your favorite thing about Black culture? Well, um, Martin Luther King and... I like him because he made it um, easier for black people to live. Tell me more. He um, did a boycott with Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. Rosa Parks is another um, black hero. Mm-hmm. They boycotted the buses because back in their days, um, if you were black and you were sitting on the bus and a uh, um, someone who is peach walked up and said, hey, get up, you would have to get up and move to the back. Oh. So Martha Luther King and Rosa Parks boycotted, and then they were everyone was able to sit on buses wherever they wanted, and they didn't have to get up unless they wanted to. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. All right, and, and Della, uh, what is your favorite thing about black culture? Beyonce. <laughs> Tell me more. Beyonce's amazing because she doesn't complain about her color of her skin. She loves to do music. Ooh, what's a music. cool, you know what's that song that she sings? Lose My Breath. Well, yeah, she sings that too, but the what's the brown skin song? Brown skin girls. How does it go? Brown skin girls, your skin just like pearls. The best thing in the world. I never say any for anybody else. Yes, that was great. So you love Beyonce? Yes, I love her because she loves her skin. She loves to do music. I do. She loves to dance. I do. And yeah. So you can see yourself in Beyonce? Yes. I love that. So like when I'm looking at her, it's like I'm her twin. I, I feel that. I feel that. I like Beyonce too. Um, okay, Marley. Yeah. If you um, if you had the choice, would you change being black? Um, no. But if if it was a choice about losing family or losing my black skin, I would lose my black skin because I love my family. We love you too, but we would never leave you. So you get to keep your your family and your black skin. Okay. Yeah, I know. But if it was like a choice, a choice. Got it. Got it. Okay. And Della, if you had to change or if you had the option to not be black, would you? 
I would only do it if I could be rainbow, but yes. <laughs> but you can't be rainbow. But are you, do you love the skin you're in? Yes. Why? Because I'm black. I'm me when I'm black. Yeah, you are you when you're black. I love it. But when I'm rainbow, <laughs> I'm... Girl, okay. My only food to eat is rainbow cookies. Yum. Okay, last yum, question. Yum. Last question, ladies. Last question. <laughs> All right. Um, how... Do you embody black excellence? What are you going to do in this world that's amazing? You beautiful little black girls, what are you going to do? Well, I am going to do a lot of things, but I'll just name like two. Okay. So I am going to start a beach cleanup and clean the beaches with people who um, signed up. We're going to clean some beaches and save sea turtles. That's important. Save the sea turtles. Um, And also I am going to be a book collector and collect many books and open my own library. Because what is the most important thing in the world? Knowledge. Yes. And if you can read. Knowledge is key. Yes, girl. Okay. What are you going to do with all your little black excellence? Well, it's a lot of things, so I'm just going to name three. Okay. Two. Well, one of them is if a baby's ice cream melted on a hot day, I would give them my ice cream, and then that's I would so kind. And then I would take them to a cold place. Oh, that's very kind. What else? And my second thing is, if a baby was crying, I would say, "Can I help you?" And then they would say, "Sure." And then I would start singing to the baby a lullaby. That's really nice. What else are you gonna do for the world? I'm going to make everyone love their skin and how they are. If they're peach, if they're tall, if they're smart, I mean short, Mm -hmm. if they're smart, if they're not that smart, they're going to love themselves however they are. And they should love themselves. So I am going to make a club to stand up for people who are tall, who are short, who are brained, who are... You want you just want people to love themselves. Yes, that's so amazing. I'm gonna set up a club. If you all want to join, just do something helpful to the world. Oh, do you love being being you? Can you do me a favor and say I'm black and I'm beautiful? And I'm black and I'm beautiful, and you're peach and you're beautiful. <laughs> say I'm black and I'm beautiful. I'm black and I'm beautiful, and everyone else is beautiful. Yeah, but we focus on black people right now because it's Black History Month. So, so everybody else, we love you too, but. We black and we proud right now. Say black and proud. Black and proud. Black and proud. (laughs) I know this is a podcast and you can't see my face, but I am telling you, I am smiling from ear to ear and I have dimples. This is such happiness for me. It is pure pleasure to hear about so many Black people loving the skin that they're in, celebrating their Black excellence. It is about damn time. And not just during Black History Month, people. It's okay to celebrate Black people outside of February. And it's okay to celebrate ourselves every single day of the year. Black is beautiful, period. Some of the themes that we heard as we listened to people celebrate their blackness, the love for food and music and art. Cam said it best when she said that babies are not being made to in sync. okay? They are being made to black music, and that is real. Before Elvis Presley sang, you ain't nothing but a hound dog, Big Mama Thornton sang it first. Hip hop, R&B, rap, pop, rock, even country music and K-pop all have been influenced by or directly descend from black music. 
Plus, I can't even be the only person a little hungry after listening to all that soul food talk, okay? Come on, somebody. We talked about family. It really is everything for black people. It's everything for a lot of us, but you have to remember the roots. Black people were torn from their families and had to create families when there was no more. Representation, let me tell you people, I've said it before, representation matters. Seeing is believing. And for Della and Marley to see a black woman as VP, for Misty Copeland to be this beautiful black ballet dancer, they know that when people tell them you can be anything you want, that is actually a possibility. Except being rainbow because, you know, that's not possible and I let her down easy on that, so don't worry. We talked about education. And as an educator, I can tell you this. I have seen fourth grade babies who cannot read. We gotta do better. We talked about overcoming odds and resilience. We are a resilient people. And it's like what Lewis said. We built kingdoms. We were taken from our land and brought here against our will. And despite all the odds against us, we built new kingdoms, influenced so much, we are creators. I don't know another word for proud, but proud actually does sound like an understatement. I am so proud, I am honored. I was chosen to be a black woman. I didn't make myself. I was chosen to be black and to show up in this world as my authentic self, regardless of the discrimination or the hatred that I might face. And it is not always easy, but I do it and I love doing it. I've loved getting to share all these incredible stories this month, and I wanna thank everyone who joined us. Dr. Odunsi, Tanisha Nicole, Jesse Ross, and the voices on this episode. Dr. Britt, also known as Brittany Jean Lewis, who was on her very own episode of Help a Human Out. Yes, you should listen to it. It was really good about helping our loved ones seek therapy. Shout out to Godfrey Riddle, Camp Bedward, Lewis Spears, Jula Prevlon, and Gigi Berry. And thank you to everyone who took the time to listen. Because when you hear us, you see us. When you hear us, you see us. You allow us to show up in the world the way that we deserve to show up in the world. The way that you deserve to show up in the world. Authentic. I know this has been a little different than our usual episodes, but I think we did what we set out to do. Help humans out. For more resources on anti-racism, we'll be linking all of this, our Still Kicking sessions and our show notes, but also follow all these people on social media. I'm telling you, you will learn and you will grow and you will be better. And what do you know? When we know better, we do better. We'll also be linking to all the businesses mentioned in this episode. So if you want to send them a little monetary love, you can. This has been another episode of Help a Human Out. Our executive producer is Nora McInerney. Our associate producer is Emma Martins. And our music is done by Red Rock Music. You can learn more and donate at stillkicking.co slash podcast. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 